Let's do it. Okay, time set zero 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 zero. Chris is a douche. Mm. I'm just taking notes. These are my inner thoughts. Inner thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> mind your, inner, mind your own inner, inner thoughts. Oh, so you have to be singing it. So your inner, inner dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Cold Bow Podcast. This is Jake and I'm here with my cold bros. What's up, guys? Not much. Happy good, to be here. It's good to be back. Happy to be here. Hey guys, what's up? Back. Yeah. It's been a bit. Um, you got the corona. I did not. Um, I it's was, like not even funny to joke about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I was down in uh, southern Utah, went hiking, did some fun things. Nice. Guys, great. we're in the middle of the freaking coronavirus. We're in the middle. Uh, no, we're not very socially distanced. We right are now. six people away from this meeting right now being illegal. <laughs> <laughs> We are all three of all four of us within just, six feet of each other. Like right the now. SWAT team will just bust down the door, but there's only like however. Chris know, like has his hand on my leg right now, and I'm not uncomfortable about the hand on the leg. I'm uncomfortable about the the distance. The distance. I thing. feel like you should move farther away. And but I, like, I can't touch your leg anymore. Then that's true. But uh, I, I love leg. how I don't like, want your water droplets, man. <laughs> just be real. I love how it's like there's like this debate on whether you can joke about it or not. I mean, obviously, the, the Instagram memers are going crazy with it. I saw, like, oh, dude, there's so many memes. It's all, so, it's all the people have time to do now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but yeah. it, it is funny to, to see people, like, getting mad about jokes about the coronavirus. But it's like... Did you guys see I, that four-stage video where it's like, at first, you're like, it's not even that big of a deal. I'm healthy. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. And then it was like a week later, they're like, guys, we have to buy toilet paper. What the hell's going on? <laughs> yeah, I know. And, and I hate it because I've been to Walmart... It, buying toilet paper like yeah. literally and i'm thinking like do i get a lot <laughs> like, like i saw there was like three or four bags or whatever and that was all it was i was like do i do i get a lot or do i just get do i stay level-headed but there might not be any Every, in two weeks i don't know it's, it forces you to be the, the douchebag that takes all the everybody thinks they're level-headed while they're waiting in line shopping they're yeah. like well they're doing it so i have to yeah it's like that mentality is what's <laughs> screwing it's, everybody it's so over. weird it, it how it well, affects and the brain. dumb part is i ran out of paper towels today and i was at walmart today and i was like i need to buy a paper and there's no paper towels left but then i remember thinking staring at the empty wall of paper products and thinking I look like a douchebag, <laughs> but in reality, I actually ran out of something and I just mm-hmm. need it. I know that, that, so, not... so we were, uh, we were just in, in St. George, uh, Utah with, with our family and stuff. And so we were on this like weekend trip and our nine month old is teething and she was up all night keeping us up. Um, and we, so we went to Walmart to see if they had uh, children's Tylenol. They didn't have it. No mm-hmm. one had it. We uh-huh. went to like five different stores. No one had it. We're trying and to we're talking to like all the pharmacists and like, yeah, as soon as we get it, people just like, just like push it all into their cart and then buy 50 of them or whatever. That's ridiculous. Like these people are, our it's cousin, so selfish. It so drives our cousin, me crazy. Our cousin went to Walmart because she's pregnant. She's about to have a baby. She went to Walmart or she went somewhere to buy infant Tylenol. Uh-huh. And, uh, when she went to go buy it, there was nothing there. So she went to the lady at the at the pharmacy and said, I don't mean to be that person, but 
do you have any in the back? Is there? And the lady said, no, we are completely sold out. She said, we got a shipment in. We stocked the shelves and one lady came up with a, with a hand basket, put it underneath the shelf and then just put her arm in and put all of the Advil into I'm her sorry, basket. What a bitch. Bitch. Yeah. Like, congratulations. You have all the aspirin in the world now, but now, now my cousin who is pregnant and due to have a baby mm-hmm. is not going to have it for her infant child. Yeah. And she, may when need she it. needs it. Well, and because and- you had to have it because why do you, did you think that, that maybe you might run out of adult aspirin and now you're going to have to take, I, I, I don't take did. a full bottle well, of infant. I mean, Amazon, Amazon is preventing reselling of, of a lot of these items. KSL's not. Yeah. There's toilet paper on there for a thousand dollars. Oh, is oh there? Me. Get yeah. out of my face. This, it, the worst. It's, right it, is, it is seriously. It's the worst. It's just bringing out the part, worst in people. It's the worst part of society. It's also let, let me be positive. It is also bringing out a lot of the, the, not the shopping, You're right. There's a lot of positive. I was just saying yesterday. Like the last time I felt this connected to the entire world was Pokemon Go. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's the exact opposite of Pokemon Go. I know. <laughs> a couple summers ago, everyone was walking around. Now it's ghost town. But but we all feel like like we're all experiencing the same thing at the same time. So it's like. I had a, I actually had a, I do have another group of friends, by the way. I didn't know. If Shut you that, up. I hate them, by the way. Yeah, they're the worst. Um, I agree. I hate them too. <laughs> uh, but we had a conversation about, um, about this whole like, oh, the country is, might be giving everybody $1,200. And uh, if you make less than $75,000, everybody, and I spent the last almost 10 years working in uh, film and on a food truck and those people are all out of business. They're all not working. And they, and most people, $1,200 will go a long way if you're making money. But if you're not making any money, $1,200 for a lot of people won't pay your rent. Nonetheless, right, right. be enough for you to survive on. Right. And this entire group of people that I'm talking to, we're all either working for home or there's one that's a pharmacist. He's poor guy is on the front lines yeah. of the whole thing. But, um, we're all talking about how we don't need the $1,200. And if I had the option to opt out, I would opt out and let that $1,200 go to someone who actually needs it mm-hmm. because $2,400 could really go to help one of my friends that is not making any money Yeah, because I'm working from home. I can work from home. I'm not experiencing any break in pay or anything, everything. And we just had this entire big conversation about... Like, you know, if the government's going to give it out, I wish it would be a more, and I get that you can't have a more targeted solution without adding time to it, which is the the other problem. If you want it quick, it's not going to be targeted. If you want it targeted, it's not going to be quick. I, I submit that if you get that check, if they hand it out, you get that check and you don't need it. Like go take that check. And like, I know that there's like some radio stations here in Utah. There's, there's different programs where you can buy a gift card to like somewhere like a local business, a, a, a small business or something. You can buy a, a gift card to use later, which that purchase then helps them keep their, you know, yeah. like well, use your, or if you're getting 1200 bucks, go and or use us. Use, yeah. We'll do it. Or Hey, <laughs> patreon.com. Well, slash I, I was just saying, I was just saying, <laughs> no, uh, we'll give out your donation to somebody who isn't working right oh, now. Oh, you were being serious. I'm, well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, because because like i was gonna say like if you go to the radio like 
the yeah. next person that calls in probably already got their check. Like, you know, yeah, it's how do you prove this person? Well, and when we're recording right now, all of this could could happen by the time this episode released. Mm-hmm. A lot of this, a lot of this stuff will probably blow over. Who knows? Because that, that's yeah. my but whole thing is I'm not going to turn. I won't turn down at twelve hundred dollars, but twelve hundred dollars <laughs> to me is just going to go to paying off some debt. Mm-hmm. Right. When right. in reality, it could be going to someone who actually needs to buy food or necessities or whatever. And so, like, if they're, I don't know, I, I'm, I'm definitely so glad I don't work for Costco anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely going to be looking into like. Anyway, we're. I'll be looking into the uh, like charities and other things that you can. I can, but th- this is a conversation that I had with a group of friends that is very diverse politically and economically. Sure, and but apparently they're wealthy, and some are very wealthy, <laughs> some are not. Some it, it's just it's a very diverse group of people, yeah. and when you say like it does bring out this is bringing out the best in people. I had this conversation and none of us have been able to agree on anything for years except for this this one thing we all basically agreed on that. So it was this really cool thing that I that yes while it does bring out the worst in society I do agree that it does bring out the best in sure. in society as well. You guys want to know what I've been watching during this quarantine? Is it documentary now? No. Oh okay. No. I already talked about that one. Um have you guys heard of a show? It's on Hulu. It's called Letterkenny. I've heard. Of I know that this show has a lot of fans, but I've just, <laughs> I've just never seen it. So it's a, it's a Canadian show and yeah. they've, they've been going for like eight seasons mm-hmm. and it's hilarious. It's just these, you have this, it's just this small town in Canada called Letterkenny and you have the Hicks, the hockey players, the, the goths or whatever they call them up there. And then, and then it's just like this clash, but it's the, the humor in that show is, it's is it like a high school thing. Or no, it no, it's, it's, I I want to give you a specific example, but I I just want to say just go Strange watch it. It's funny. It's funny. The whole town. <laughs> um, it's not high school. I mean, I guess there could be high school, but you don't are see them in high school. Skunk dogs. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're on. Um, what in the hell is that? <laughs> Have you seen Strange, Strange Brew? <laughs> okay, so you, I think I missed that. You followed up on your own joke and you didn't get it. <laughs> I haven't seen it in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Letter Kenny, it's it's hilarious. I'm only a few episodes in, um, but it's great. So <laughs> nice, cool. Well, that was um, like a seamless transition. Mm-hmm, to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Um, we actually, while while uh, Scotty mentioned that we were all, in, uh, me and Scotty and our family were in uh, St. George, um, I was watching some Disney movies with my nieces and nephews and thought to myself, we should have an episode where we talk about some of the best moments of Disney, uh, some best things about Disney. So we're going to kind of have a grab bag episode here. We're going to talk which about... Are, which are- Becoming my favorite types of episodes. Yeah, they're really great. Are they? Yeah, I like the I like the rapidness of it. I like the rapidness, and I like that it's 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 very much like uh, very quick. You know, like hey, here's all like this. rapid. And then, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> okay? So <laughs> there's rapid, and the, the questions are coming rapid at you and rapidly. Quick are two different things. There's, but then like we also have to be quick with our answers. Is okay, what I was talking about. So I, I like to be rapid with my answers. Mm. Um, <laughs> just the whispering god damn it Chris you son of a bitch <laughs> okay so we're gonna go through this grab bag we're gonna try and spend only 10-15 minutes oh yeah are we each. doing so we, we we came up with the thought of like timing ourselves and then 
We have to stop. Keeping it short. Just yeah. stop right at the time. Mm-hmm. Right at the time. We'll, well, we'll, we'll get a vote in. In some of them, like in some of our grab bag stuff, we, we get done with a, a topic in like two minutes. You sure. Know? Mm-hmm. So, but we only have like four questions. So, if we set a timer, we could we could pretend like it's a longer episode, like a debate club. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll put my pretend hat on. Okay, so <laughs> I don't see it. <laughs> it's pretend. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like the the, the <laughs> it's like the food fight in Hook. Okay, <laughs> you're doing it, Peter. <laughs> you're becoming mighty. <laughs> Um, okay, <laughs> so <laughs> this is <laughs> pretend. <laughs> so Can we have we have a uh, we're gonna do a grab bag of goats. So the it's a whole bunch of mans. first uh, the first one we're gonna do is the goat sidekick in a Disney movie. In a Disney movie, these are all Disney movies. That we're talking about goat sidekick Chris go. Oh, me first. Yeah. Okay, so I picked Jiminy Cricket, and Jiminy Christmas. Before I had somebody else, but I uh, it was actually like killing me to not pick this person. A lot of these were killing me because I, I had somebody else, and I was like, well, that one's obvious, and I'm not going to say it because I think uh, somebody else has it. But I was like, you know, I have to pick Jiminy. Like I have to. Like n- no sidekick in all of Disney history is that loyal and their entire purpose is to make sure the protagonist wins, you know, like the conscience of that person like that, that's his whole goal. And if he gets, and, and it's easy, he has it self selflessly too. Like he, I mean, he was coerced by a pretty blue fairy. Um, but yeah, like he, he's the moral compass of our protagonist Pinocchio. And I, I think he's the perfect sidekick. That, that's a good pick. It's been I a really long like time since I've seen that movie, but my my kids watched it recently. Dude, it is and, uh, so good. Like I was watching it with Ollie, and Ollie loves drawing. Ollie's eight years old, but he was like, "What year did this come out?" And I was like, "Like a hundred years ago." And he's like, "This looks so good." Like the yeah. animation of it, everything—the whale, Monstro, when he like turns and spins in the water—everything looks amazing in that movie. Yeah, and Jimmy Crickets, I think he was. I don't know. I I mean, I may be just talking out of my ass right now, but mm-hmm. I think he may be the first sidekick. Like, I mean, no, I guess you had dwarves, Bambi. You had dwarves in the very first one, mm-hmm. and you had Bambi had uh, Thumper and mm-hmm. Pluto. Bambi came way after Pinocchio, though. Did it? Yeah, I thought Bambi was Donald Duck way up there with the mm-hmm. very beginning. Pinocchio is um, the second. Uh, Disney movie. Yeah, yeah, the dwarves. It, he's just he he's just the first. Um, I don't know. Yeah, he kind of he he's uh, he's kind of the um, what do you call it? He leads the protagonist through the movie a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. He's, yeah. he's the he's kind of the narrator a little of bit. the story almost. Yeah. Interesting pick. I like it. Yeah, I like it too. I really he's a like classic Jimmy cricket, and the, yeah, I mean OG, pick. and Good he's pick. like his song is like Disney's theme mm-hmm. from from then from henceforth. From yeah. events forth. <laughs> right. Um, so my pick, I did um, Bing Bong, which is super recent. Who's your friend Bing who likes Bob. to play? That's- and I would say uh, that... That's a good pick. As far as Chris's statement about the only sidekick that uh, his entire purpose is to make sure you win, that's oh, Bing yeah. Bong, man. 
and, 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 and uh, for like, those of you who haven't seen the more recent oh uh, movies, Inside Out from Inside Out Inside Out Pixar who, movie who is Bing Bong a sidekick to is it uh, Joy or is it both I think ultimately because too... they're all part of Riley yeah right I think it's ultimately Riley is because he was the imaginary friend and then he spoiler alert but the movie's been out for a while he gave his existence to save Riley. Yeah, they, he did it, he like, did it to give to save like Joy. Worse, worse than death. He was forgotten. Right. I I seriously I w- I had another one picked. Um I'll say it. I picked Phil Octides because I love Phil oh, and yeah. Danny yeah. DeVito. That yeah. is great. Danny DeVito wins every time. But Dude, that not in this case. They, they need to do a, um, hurry and do a Hercules live action so they can get to do it again. <laughs> to be a goat man. Oh my goodness. He would oh do it too. Oh my gosh. He totally would. Anyway, I picked, I, I realized I actually, I remember watching, going to the theater with a bunch of friends uh, in college to watch this movie. And when Bing Bong died, I turned and looked down the aisle and there was like five grown men sitting there <laughs> wiping their eyes, bawling. Oh my goodness. Because dude. it was such a like, it, it was an earth shattering, like ton of bricks moment when Bing Bong jumps off the cart and mm-hmm. then so says, my, take her to the moon for me. And then my, oh, my experience beautiful. as well is that like, I, I didn't like inside out that much until that moment when that moment, when that happened and Bing Bong, so that's what you did. <laughs> yeah, you just yeah. disappeared. Um, I realized, oh, that's that's deep. You know, like the meaning behind it that he's going to be forgotten. Everything. It's deep. It's sad. Everything. And then from that point on, I was like, this show, this movie's amazing. Like, yeah. but from that, from up to that point, I was like, I was kind of a little bored. I wasn't really, didn't really care too much for the movie. But yeah, I think Bing Bong's a great. I absolutely pick. adored that movie. So, so in that case, Bing Bong is it, huge for, for you at least. The the sidekick was kind of the tent pole in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, he was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Absolutely hilarious. When he made his dolphin sounds and stuff like that, and every uh, it was just, he made out of cotton candy, he was absolutely hilarious. Okay, Troy. All right. So originally, my my sidekick pick was going to be Buzz Lightyear. And the reason why was because... Uh, and the reason why I changed it is because he's not a sidekick. That's every, everybody's argument. My sidekick is actually the one that Chris was going to use. Uh, and that's Genie from Aladdin. Um, and, you know, he's got... Phenomenal cosmic powers. <laughs> <laughs> Got an itty bitty living space. Huh? Uh huh. Um, <clears throat> Genie. Uh, I mean, okay. Robin, dude. Yeah, I have. Robin. There, he he has a soft spot in uh, anybody our age, our heart because he's voiced by Robin Williams. Yeah, and, and as far as like, if if one of the um, topics we were talking about was like uh, iconic performances, I think he'd probably win. Yeah, for that for yeah, that yeah. performance. Mm-hmm. Um, and then basically like, let's just, let's also be honest, uh, genie and the magic carpet, carry Aladdin, <laughs> even the live action, but I, let's, let's not talk about that. Just the, the original cartoon from the nineties. Yeah. Genie, Aladdin as a character is pretty boring. Yeah. And you know, nobody really cares about Jasmine. Jafar is okay, I guess. And Iago, eh. but genie is the one that carries the movie. And so, but he is also the sidekick. Um, and so that one to me is yeah, the movie is not called genie. That's right. So he's a sidekick. It would have sucked if it was focused on the genie. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, it was, uh, yeah, I I don't know what else to say about it. Like genie is, he's got the best songs in the movie. He's, Mm -hmm. he's got all, you know, the power. He's hilarious. He's, He's, he has meaningful moments. mm -hmm. He's, he's, uh, 
kind of like Chris and I were talking about, he's the he's the emotional compass mm-hmm. for the main character. Um, he's one that pushes hit the protagonist to be better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the only reason kind of sacrifices himself for the the only reason I didn't pick him too is because one I feel like it's obvious for some reason because I don't know if that's that makes it worse because if it's the obvious choice and that makes it the best in a way. But when it comes to sidekick, like he's, he had to do it. He was a slave. Like he, he didn't have a choice in the matter. He just happened. He just happened to be with a really good guy. Well, and and it's not just, and you see that in the movie because then he becomes, he becomes Jafar's sidekick and he's Mm -hmm. forced to do evil things for the sake of being evil or for the sake of an evil guy. Mm -hmm. But the thing is that when he was with Aladdin, you saw genie's true personality and what he really wanted. And then, yeah, Aladdin gave him his freedom at the end and genie, stuck around well i mean he left it in the movie but he came, he came back <laughs> but then in, in aladdin in the 2 scene. he came right back exactly voiced <laughs> voiced by uh guy that does homer i can't remember his name dan, dan castellaneta yeah. yep anyway that's uh that's my pick Genie's a great pick okay scott last what? up so mine i chose baymax from mm-hmm. big hero 6 um which I mean, it goes along with everyone, the moral compass for mm-hmm. the character. When I asked, uh, I asked all my family their favorites and Baymax was everyone's choice. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So, That's yeah. a good pick. Yeah. Um, I we, love that movie. It's such a good movie. I think it's, it's pretty underrated. You know what I don't like about it though, is that it made me like way emotional at the end just to like fake the fake and then Baymax was okay. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. It was like, you asses. That was yeah. just to screw with me to like get me to feel something. And then they're like, psych, it, it, psych, it, he's fine. But I, it, it, fit, it fit perfectly with the, uh, it, it was a, is the, what is it? The uh, memory card or whatever mm-hmm. um, in his hand. But yeah, he was, he was great. He's, I love the, the, he started off being soft and fluffy and stuff, but then he can be a badass with the armor on yeah. and everything. I still want to see an Incredibles Big Hero 6 crossover. I have never thought of that before, but now I want to see it too. Dude. Have you never thought of that? Never. I've never thought of that. I really like that Troy and Scott's uh, both had their uh, moments where they turned evil. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Where Genie had to... I mean, Genie was against his will, but he had to do the Mm -hmm. the work. And then Baymax had his moment where... He was terrifying, too. Oh, he was Baymax with red eyes. Mm -hmm. When he turned turned into the killing machine or whatever. Yeah. Like, and then to show their turn back to being good guy. That Mm -hmm. was... That was... was That's an interesting... Yeah, because... To it. Jimmy Cricket is more of like the... um, The classical... The classic, like... Um, sidekick, mm-hmm. um, but like like you said, Genie and, and Baymax are, are a little and, more. And this kind of a twist both on it. Are very, they're they're good incarnate. Yeah, like yeah. There's no change to them. They are they're one string as far as that's considered. Mm-hmm. I want to say one more thing. A thought that I had when you talked about how Baymax comes back because he gave him the memory card, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I, and then like even genie was turned evil, came back and everything. And then you can talk about all of these uh, different, uh, sidekicks, if you will, or, or, or side characters or whatever, who died and came back, uh, Anna from frozen comes to mind. Um, but bing bong didn't. Mm-mm. And nope. that, that makes that it even does. that much heavier. Yeah, yeah. it does. It, it there's a sacrifice. You can make your sacrifice 
And that's that's been the I mean the disnifying mm-hmm. I'm doing air quotes right now disnifying of a movie is is it may is it takes away the weight of a sacrifice because when when the sacrifice doesn't stick it's yeah, like right. oh it didn't really cost well, anything well with, with Bing Bong that's like it's like the the tragic part of it is it was inevitable it, it, it was ha- it was coming it, anyway. it, it was he was an imaginary friend imaginary friends get forgotten every mm-hmm. it, it, that's just a part of life and so he so as long as it was inevitable he said i'm going to save someone mm-hmm. in the meantime yeah it's, it's interesting and his ultimate sacrifice saved happiness like yeah without him happiness would have been forgotten yeah entirely yeah wait what's happiness joy joy oh like the joy was stuck in the hole and Mm -hmm. that would have been i thought happiness was a character i was forgetting about Joy is it, it is. I, I, I said the wrong oh. <laughs> emotion. <laughs> joy. Joy and happiness are two different things. Just like, jo- just like, uh, what do you say? Quickness and rapidness. No, <laughs> I, I said Rapidity my and quickness was. <laughs> how, how much time do we have left on our timer? Uh, we've got uh, three minutes. To figure out a winner? Yeah. yeah. So oh. how are we doing? Are we doing votes or are we doing weakest, weakest picks winner? I don't think I say we do weakest. We- weakest picks winner. We vote for the weakest. Vote for the weakest. Yeah, the weakest we haven't done that since Colbo Awards from last season. Jeez, who's the weakest? Uh, dang, that's hard. Okay, all right. If this I had to pick stack. the weakest, just after hearing everything that was been pitched, I just don't really see Bing Bong as a sidekick to anybody. And if he's a sidekick to Riley, then it sucks that we never got to see them interact. You know what I mean? Because Joy's mm-hmm. sidekick is sadness. So if we're doing if the topic is best, well, everybody sidekick, has everybody has multiple sidekicks, right? But if the if the topic is the best sidekick, I don't see Bing Bong as a sidekick to anybody in that movie really. And if it's Riley's, then we never get to see them interact. So right. by okay, well, well, I mean that that's my fault for not explaining the topic more. But <laughs> sidekick just means side character, yeah. not necessarily. <laughs> And so he definitely has a side character, but yeah. It's, I, out I mean, of the, this out is a of hard the choice. four, I like Bing Bong, but out of the four, that's what, this is a hard that's choice, no matter what. I yeah. don't know who I'm going to pick. Um, I am going it's to... hard to pick the worst. <laughs> I'm going to... Ha- um. Okay, so my weakest is... This is going to sound... Uh, I think that Genie and Baymax are more complex, and I think that Bing Bong's sacrifice puts him over the top. So my, I would say the weakest is Jiminy Cricket, even though he is the OG. That's true. He is the OG. Um, okay. Um, <clears throat> my weakest, I'm going to have to say, is... Uh, you know what? Oh. Shit. <laughs> Seriously, picking we got a minute. P- picking the weakest is is yeah, harder it's than, almost harder than picking. It's harder the best. than picking the favorite. Absolutely. Uh-huh. All right. Um, I'm also gonna go with Jimmy Cricket. Actually, um, just I'm not gonna say my weakest first. Now you guys are all ganging up on me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna say Jimmy Cricket only because uh, basically, yeah, you have you have complex. Dude, on a topic of best sidekick. This is a travesty. <laughs> the best sidekick in Disney. We're saying Jiminy Cricket's the weakest. Uh, weakest of these of four. The four. Weaker than than uh, Bing Bong. Yes. Um. In my mind, yeah. In my mind, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I definitely felt way more connected to Bing Bong than I ever have with Jiminy Cricket. 
as far as like uh yeah um well now so there's there's two two for cricket one for bing bong and i i can't vote against genie or baymax so either go for a, a tie or go for a. <laughs> over time. That's why I said mine first. I didn't want to be in your position. Just <laughs> hurry and vote me out. I don't care. We're over time. Just hurry and vote me out. I don't care. Okay. Me? Yeah. All right. Week is picks. So. So the best is. Hold on. I don't want to vote. The most obvious. I don't want to pick just purely based off of. You want to base? You want to pick based of, off of, of argument? Of who did on me the last minute? So, <laughs> okay, hold, so give me like a, a ten second review again of why your sidekick is the best. Okay, Scott or Troy, go. Uh, Genie is the one that he basically carries the whole movie. Uh, he, uh, if you want to just talk about just classic Disney things, he has the best songs. He has the best. He has superpowers his at the in the end of the movie the whole point of aladdin was so that aladdin and jasmine could get together Ding. but boom wait wait wait, no, wait time. No, last thing okay, Scott, no, no, no. but, but he had to wish him free okay <laughs> <laughs> um wait how much time do i have 10, 10 seconds now um he so baymax he also carries the movie he's the he's the emotional and moral compass of everyone in the movie he uh is the connection with the with his older brother Ding. and his past Right. Okay, uh, go Jake. So he sacrificed himself and stayed dead. That's it. I made that point for you. Disqualified. <laughs> uh, you know what? I think I think Scott really brought the heat at the end. Like like Baymax connection being conne- the connection to what's his name? To Hadashi? Tadashi? Tadashi. Yeah, that's that's like huge. Like. Yeah, that, that just put it over the top for me, so I'm going to go with cool. Baymax. All right, Baymax it is. All right. <clears throat> All right, next up, biggest Disney crush. I get, mm. Is it biz- biggest Disney crush or first? First. first. Like I the mean, first, oh, your is it first, first Disney crush. Oh, first then. It okay. kind of changes my, my changes my answer. I thought it was biggest, but yeah, first. I, I went on biggest as well, but... Like, um, I guess let's just do whatever. It's just biggest. So it's like the queen of hearts. All right. I'll go first then. My, my first was Aurora from sleeping beauty. Okay. That was, that was my first. I always, I just, yeah, that was mine anyway. Okay, but, but why, <laughs> why? Um, I don't know. I, I, that sleeping beauty was just a, a movie I used to watch a lot. Um, Troy's obviously way into blondes. Um, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Um, I honestly, I'm, I'm looking back. I don't know. Maybe it was when she and the prince were singing in the forest and then the prince has to fight the, the witch, um, the, uh, Maleficent, the, the Maleficent and has to stab the dragon. And, and then the very end comes in and gives her a is, kiss. Is he Prince Charming or is Snow White? No, he's, Charming. he's They're both Prince Philip. He's Prince Philip. They're both, right. they're both Prince Charming though. They're Fun both, fact: yeah. I've never seen that movie. Prince Charming is like Link. You never seen reborn every yeah. now and then. Um, anyway, so so Prince Philip uh, ends up saving her, and then they get their dance at the end. And I just it was I always just kind of as a kid, little young kid, I watching the movie, I imagine myself as Prince Philip. And Dude, I respect that because I used to watch the <laughs> out of Swan Princess. That was I used to watch that like once a week. <laughs> Come on, strapless dress in Bell. <laughs> Someone those porn for shoulders the, for, uh, for the porn shoulders <laughs> for uh, 
for a for an emerging young man. Emerging. Come on now, it's got to be the strapless dress on Belle. So like the strapless dress. French always kind of ruined it for me. Like she, she had hairy <laughs> yeah, armpits. Yeah, the strapless pits. dress is what's making you emerge. Is that what you're saying? Is that is that what's coming out here? <laughs> I mean, it did at one point. Oh my god! I, I, I've always liked Belle as well. Yeah, um, Belle, know, I never liked her hair. I'm not really? gonna lie. Uh, like 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 poof and like split in the middle like like Brad Taylor from Home Improvement. You know, it's funny about Belle is my my daughter Reagan was watching um watching the Beauty and the Beauty and the Beast yesterday, and the very opening song is her just singing about how all these people around her are just simple idiots and just mm-hmm. morons. And I'm like, oh, because you read a book, huh? Plus, yeah. you're so kind. Maybe a better way of of uh, telling that part is to have other people seeing about her instead of her singing about them. Well, it was her inner dialogue, so no one could hear it. That's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Plus, she's smart. She's intelligent. You can have a conversation with her. I'm really trying to make up for my other comment. Just, just <laughs> well, honestly, no, that, that's always been stress. something that I, I've liked about her is, is uh, she's her prone to She's prone to Stockholm Syndrome, though. Mm. That's true. That's true. The movie as a whole Which I has think some... Jake, that's probably a plus for Jake as well. <laughs> Because Jake's a beast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Jake just kidnap her and keep her in the basement and try to feed her and yell at her what she doesn't eat. <laughs> and then you can start. <laughs> That's um, what I say to my wife when she can't pick a place to go out to eat. Um, plus, I think that uh, Gaston is one of my favorite characters in Disney, mm. and she is the apple of his eye. So, what's not to like? So that's my pick. All right. Okay, Next mine is since I couldn't pick Bell, I chose. <laughs> I wonder who you're going to vote for. Uh, I chose Jane from Tarzan. Ooh. I actually really like Jane. Yeah. Jane's, Jane's kind of because she's a uh, she's she's very um, at the beginning she's very civilized, obviously, but then she get, then she has a wild side, you know. When she's um, wearing that ripped clothes, <laughs> and she can she can literally be live in the wild. He took. My boot. I know. I almost, <laughs> Daddy, he took my boot. <laughs> Is that Mini Driver plays her? Yeah, uh, I, think so. I actually like. I've, Mini I, I've I always like loved Mini Driver. Yeah. She's great, except for that one rom com she was in. I loved her in that rom com. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I liked her. <laughs> uh, return to me. Sleepless in Scott's head. <laughs> um, no, but she's. Uh, Oh, yeah, definitely, (laughs) definitely my type. Um, And then, yeah, she's uh, she's got a fun personality. She's able to let go of her haughty Englishness. (laughs) Is is that haughty? Haughty is in like. Yes. Okay. All right. However you want to. However you want to take that. Take it. Interpretate. Extrapolate, Chris. All right, so this one was legit. My first crush may have even been like, like my first pubic hair. Just (laughs) boing, just shot out. But mine is Jessica Rabbit for (laughs) obvious reasons. (laughs) Is Jessica Rabbit? Is that Disney? Yeah. Shut up. Oh yeah, it is. Jessica Jessica Rabbit. I thought that this Warner Brothers. A Disney. Is Disney? I promise. Jessica Rabbit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the only reason why uh, Bugs and those guys are in it is Warner Brothers said, we'll give you our characters if they get just as much screen time as your Disney characters. I've, I've heard about that, actually. So that's why Donald and Daffy are on screen at the same time and Bugs and, and Mickey are on screen at the same time. That, that movie, 
is some of the most interesting behind the scenes and mm-hmm. how they did it and stuff. It and the music, awesome. the, the mu- they took the music straight from Back to the Future and just threw it in that movie. Oh, did they? Yeah, because they were so behind. I'm on such filming. a freaking moron. Oh, God. What happened? You said... <laughs> I thought you were... T- <laughs> I thought you were talking about the uh, the um, rabbit from Space Jam. <laughs> I did. I just showed you a picture. I wasn't looking. Lo- Lola Bunny. I thought you were talking about Lola Bunny. I was like, that's a really weird ass pick, Chris. No, Jessica Rabbit. Okay, no, I'm on board with you there. Jessica I'm Rabbit. 100 well, I mean, on board with like you the- there. She's like obviously the most sexualized Disney character that's ever existed. Yeah. Okay. You know, okay. I'm on board. You know what's funny too is uh, there's this there's this website there's a magazine right and every year they do uh, most attractive movie character for men and women and almost every year Aragorn wins for the women like hmm. the, the man and Jessica Rabbit has won every year since 1988. Really? <laughs> every single year, she's just a, re- a repeated winner. Um, for obvious reasons, it, it's, it's not her fault. She's just two drawn that very way. big obvious reasons. And she's just drawn that way. Uh, and <laughs> she's, she's got a good a great singer. Line there, that that's a great line. She's a good singer. She can play patty cake. She's also loyal. <laughs> she patty cake. She's loyal. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love Jessica Rabbit, and I love that movie. That movie's great. Golly, that changes it's, my it's entire funny. universe. It's funny that you said they used Back to the Future music when it was directed by the same guy. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Yeah. But I still have, I still can't see. Okay. It, yeah, Disney did it. Walt Disney Animation Studios, but Touchstone was also in it. Touchstone is owned part by of Disney. It. Amblin Amber Entertainment did it as Amblin well. Amblin did it, huh? Uh, so, but Disney is part of it. The movie got dark. It's not like the typical that is Disney one of the movie. Like watching movies. a cartoon character die. Like, like oh, yeah. When, and when you were a kid and like cartoons are like. the shoe Yeah, in the, yeah in it's the not dip. just Wiley Coyote like falls like, off of things all the time, but watching a cartoon die. Like yeah. melt. And yeah. And the that was eyes look up like, at him. That was like, one of the scariest don't. roles Christopher Lloyd's ever like done. Oh, it still makes my stomach. I really liked when. And the fear I had for my Jessica that she might get melted. It was. <laughs> I'm so scared. <clears throat> okay, cool. Let's uh, pick worst. Let's pick the worst. I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna say that Aurora is the weakest. <clears throat> Dude, I was gonna say that, and I said I was gonna go first. <laughs> Two votes for Aurora. Yeah. All right. Well, you then, jerk. You just, I'm. You just cut in front of him, but then like like you butt him, then he butt you. That's what, What's that's that called? What that's a Wuhan butt. <laughs> <laughs> that's why no 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 Wuhan butt is why everyone's buying all the toilet paper <laughs> no that's a that's a bat soup <laughs> that was I am cutting not allowed I'm cutting butt. all of this out <laughs> we are incredibly insensitive oh right now <laughs> dude like the low hanging fruit I didn't see it <laughs> low hanging fruit also known as Wuhan butt <laughs> also known as your uh hemorrhoids afterwards <laughs> all right so remind me yours is jessica rabbit yours is bell mine was bell and yours is jane i'm gonna say bell okay you're saying bell's the weakest yeah of the four Come on. uh so you said Strength aurora you said aurora you said bell yeah uh out of those probably jane so it's i like aurora. jane too but she's out of those four i think i think jane cool all right, okay, Troy, so I'm going to vote for your... best. So I, uh, yeah, it's Jessica Rabbit. It's got to be Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> it's got to be Jessica and Rabbit. I was going to make it's... an argument that 
that, J- that Jane, I think is attracted without being sexualized. That's true. That's a very good point. She is probably one of the least sexualized Disney. Listen, this ladies. isn't who you want to marry. <laughs> <laughs> would you bang this isn't her? Des- uh, this is who would you rather, <laughs> rather be quarantined with? Respect the game. I, I'm kind of upset that I didn't yeah. that I didn't realize that who framed Roger Rabbit was Disney because I yeah. definitely would have picked yeah, Jessica. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, okay. I was just being honest. All right. so Next up, best animation. So explain, I, I, I explain really this like a this. bit. Okay, so this is best animation style. Uh, there, the when you get in, when you use the old Disney movies, you've got. Uh, we've already talked about Snow White and Pinocchio and Bambi and those older movies that have a very specific, definite style. Yeah, uh, you can the, see the layers and yeah, all that type of thing. I love it when they, you can see pencil marks too. It like makes it a little more endearing to me. Yeah. yeah. Right. You got into the 90s. Into the 90s, you got, you had... Like the golden the, era. Yeah, like, the golden era of Disney where mm-hmm. you had the... Um, well, our golden era. Of well, yeah. That's what it's called. Like Is there's it? eras of Disney. And 90s, you had you had Lion King and you had Aladdin. You had Little Mermaid. Even Rescuers Down Under. Rescuers Down Gorgeous. Under. That had I love that movie. Had very yeah. specific style. Um, even in the 70s, though, you had stuff like Pete's Dragon. Aristocats. Where, where you had... Um, the live action and the animation. Yeah. And, and you can, you can even get it. Yeah. With, uh, with, um, what is it? The maid lady. Mm-hmm. Snow White. No, no, Mary, it's not Snow White. Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. I almost said, uh, Songs of the South. I'm going with that one. Songs of the South. <laughs> <laughs> Let's pull up a clip. <laughs> In the late nineties, early two thousands, you had the, the hand-drawn animation mixed with the computer animation, like Hercules, which was like Hercules and and uh, um, Beauty and the Beast stuff like that. That was really cool. Uh, and then now in the modern era, you have all these uh, all these computer-generated ones that are just. I mean, Toy Story Four was. Uh, Oh, oh yeah, Marvel! Well, and, and that opening, that opening scene in the rain, dude, it like still sticks in my head. Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, and even like Moana with the way they did the water was yeah. Even oh just yeah, that. that's so true. It was crazy. The like, water in Moana, but how it was a character. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I believed style. you for just a second, <laughs> just enough for me to make myself look like an ass. <laughs> okay, um, so who wants to go first? I, I want to talk about runner-ups too. Because I didn't pick this movie, but Wally is breathtaking. Wally and I don't think anybody did anybody pick a, a modern era one. No. I don't think so. I no. think, and that was what I wanted to say. Uh, the reason why I picked um, what I picked, and I'm not going to say it yet, but uh, was because I wanted to pick one that it was like the la- the hand drawn style because mm-hmm. that one just the tediousness behind it and everything. I'm not saying that the computer generated ones are le- any more or less tedious. I'm just saying that they could age poorly though. Can they, oh, watch well, I mean, toy story one and right. it ages very poorly. Right. Exactly. Um, but like, like you were saying when you were talking about like the pencil marks and mm-hmm. stuff, if you go, if you go back and watch Pinocchio and Snow White, there's an endearing as- aspect of, of those and anim- the animation yeah. style behind them. And so. it evokes <clears throat> a certain type of emotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the colors kind of are, are, they are different mm-hmm. too. Like, because mm-hmm. they're stencil or whatever they were, they're, they're just different. Yeah. And, um, and the way they did it too, like just, they, was there one in particular that you wanted to just give a shout out? Well, to yeah. My shout out would just be, um, 
Oh, I, th- I, I think the one I want to say Princess is, and the is Snow White. Oh, okay. the shout out the the runner up the or whatever the original you call. the OG. Yeah, the first and, and the reason, animated. The movie. reason why is because when it was made, it was made actually around the same time as the original Superman comic or uh, not the cartoon, right? The mm-hmm. sure. faster than a speeding bullet. Anyway, um, and the style they used was actually very much the same. Where they would actually film. Um, I know for a fact they did this with the Superman cartoon, but I'm not sure if they did it as much with the Snow White. But they filmed the actors acting it out and then they drew over that really? to get the motion to mm-hmm. be act. that's they why that snow lot. white was ahead of its time that's why mm-hmm. that's why that's uh, how she dances so realistic yeah and stuff. exactly that's why the superman cartoons were a little bit more ahead that's of their cool. time as the well the old ones are super interesting mm-hmm. too with the uh the, the backgrounds the they do they do mm-hmm. the they they painted it all on plates on glass plates mm-hmm. and then put them over each other yeah. so yeah. that you could get the parallax action cool. of yeah. moving through you, the forest. You, you, the, Bambi was really good that way. Oh, like the forest topic, and Bambi. But, oh yeah. But the original Star Wars did some crazy stuff. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. But like anyway, that's that's the one I want to give a shout out is the OG Snow White. I'm pretty sure that's the one I was thinking about. I might be thinking about Sleeping Beauty when I'm thinking about Maleficent as well. Yeah, that's Sleeping but, Beauty. But that's basically what they what they did is they had to they filmed Filmed I mean, the they still movie look great today. Like yeah, Pinocchio. Exactly. Like a hundred times. Exactly. Looks amazing still. Anyway, yeah. uh, and I wanted to give a shout out to Wally too because I found this out recently that Roger Deakins was on set for that movie. Oh, really? He was consulted constantly. That's why he's in the, the credits. Man. That's why that movie looks amazing. The Becky Lynch of, uh, <laughs> of uh, <laughs> the cinematographer. That's what they call him now. <laughs> um, but just like he was giving him tips, like this is how you can contrast with lights and angles and it's a and gorgeous sunlight movie. and rays. Absolutely and stuff. beautiful. Um, yeah, that's all. That's, I think that's okay. all I wanted to give a shout well, out. Well, I wanted to shout out because um, no one picked it. Is I just love the style of Incredibles. Yeah, that, that was that's yep. one that I saw on there. It was like, like uh, See, artistic style, yeah, like I love animation the art- style. I love the artistic. Mm-hmm. The style. one that I wanted to pick and then didn't end up picking was Finding Nemo too. Was uh, Beauty and the Beast because I think Beauty and the Beast had the first like major set piece of mm-hmm. combining the the mm-hmm. tale as old as time scene when they're dancing in the ballroom mm-hmm. when they and, when they come down the stairs and they and it's it's the computer generated so it's stuff 3D, you can tell it's 3D it's this 3D computer generated stuff that was but combined so seamlessly with the hand drawn stuff that yeah. it was absolutely it was it was it, like cuz it was a very specific style with the hand drawn stuff and then it went into that dance scene and then it was like what in the world is going the, yeah. suddenly this camera angle was let loose and was able to do all that and that was absolutely wonderful yeah. i loved it that's a good that's i love good how disney too. looks constant but it adapts and changes over time absolutely like, i know this isn't disney this would be my pick if it were a disney movie would be the uh the spider-man into the yeah that's something when i was thinking of like pure Ooh. animation because like yeah. there's Leica Studios, like Kubo and the Two Strings, one of the oh, most yeah. amazing movies I've ever seen. Yeah, it just the way that it, they did it is like so mind-boggling to me. And even like okay. the How to Train Your Dragon movies, so good looking. Yeah, we're gonna go over time, so <laughs> let's uh, we're gonna we're gonna kind of power through some of these these picks. I just uh, I just like this topic. Like it's, I, I love it, this is my favorite topic to talk we, about. We could have spent and it uh, with basically all these we could have spent an entire episode. I, I mean maybe maybe we topics. do and, and like broaden it beyond disney and just sure. I'm, I'm maybe coming like something out. on patreon that people could pay money for oh, wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm coming out gain, guns blazing for this one um just like a hip singing gunster um because uh i'm you know i'm just gonna go first um now you go ahead yeah the the one i picked is tarzan 
And I, this one is very specific because it's one of the, uh, I don't think it's the last hand-drawn style that Disney has done, but it's one of the last ones. And I believe- That and Emperor's New Groove, stuff like that. We're we're all very- Princess and the Frog. Yeah. Princess and Uh, the Frog. Early 2000s, right? Yeah, yeah. but the Dude, reason the tracking shots mm-hmm. of him when he's sliding surfing on the, surfing yes. on the yeah. those shots. Dude, I, I remember so, I remember watching the commercial for yeah. it and like when he stopped and he's and he's breathing, you can see him yeah. his, his chest going it's up also yeah. back like going up and down. It's like the muscles in his arm and yeah. like you can see yeah. tendons and like veins yep. and like the knuckles. But it's still cartoony. Yeah. Well and then really and then cool. um I watched a special on this uh when it when it first came out was that the animators, the artists, they studied um snowboarders uh skateboarders they studied really? extreme sport that's why that's why when he is like for instance when you talk about him the the tracking shot when he's sliding on the on the trees and stuff and he's moving his his feet to go with it mm-hmm. you look like he he has his his stance yeah. is exactly an extreme sport mm-hmm. style stance uh, yeah. snowboarding wakeboarding whatever you want to whatever i think i saw the same thing too <laughs> yeah because they were talking about how hard it was to make the trees that, like the part of the tree he wasn't on anymore go smaller and into the distance mm-hmm. yeah like the, you know how hard that would be to do. Yeah, and and that, that was the but they nailed it. Yeah, that was the whole aspect as well, is because like when people think of Tarzan, you think of like oh he's just swinging through vines on the trees. No, but he was he was sliding through. He was uh, all well, of it. In and, and he anyway. was well in Disney's, but that's that's what I liked about it. That's that the animation is there, style is their twist on yeah. On and then in my You're mind thinking of George of the Jungle. In my mind, uh, two. <laughs> They made a second one. Watch out! <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's way better. Watch out! <laughs> it's way better. Um, but then when I'm when I'm thinking about actually hand drawing all of those movements and making it look so seamless and real, like that's that has to be. That's a good one. Because so I remember yeah. when it first came out, I, I noticed that the style and really appreciated. It. I, I, that was one of the first times growing up that I noticed yeah. animation style as, as an actual thing in a movie. Yeah. And then all of the, uh, all of the monkeys chasing, uh, chasing Jane through the, through the forest and there's like a, a whole army of them and, and everything. And just that whole sequence is very, very well done where he has to take her and then slide. And then she's like hanging on him and, and then, and then have to incorporate all of these different like action shots of Tarzan while he's holding a person. And then like, you know, he does the splits with the logs. Uh, everything is just, so good. It is good stuff. Cool. All right, I'll go my with mine. Um, I chose. Where is it? Oh, Hercules! <laughs> I knew it was Hercules. Um, th- this He's is passionate about this pick. <laughs> no, this is another one that I uh, that I remember noticing how much I really liked the style of it. Um, yeah, Hercules. I, I love how exaggerated, like. Obviously, Hercules' muscles are. Musculature, yeah. Um, And then... uh, But they also incorporated a lot of, like, ancient Greek art. mm -hmm, Like, the mm -hmm. curls and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. It felt like... uh, uh, Painting or fresco, whatever it is. It looked like it was that, but a modern Disney version. And this is one of the first ones to use, like, CGI. with Like, the Hydra. Yeah, the Hydra. I remember that, that, that I kind of... It doesn't look that. It doesn't good look anymore. good. I, even at the time, I remember going, "This seems so odd to yeah. me." But um, but it was cool. And and th- those early uh computer animated things, they're necessary. We wouldn't be yeah, where we are yeah. with computer That's animation true. without them. That's a good point. Um, and that movie's so strange too. Like they took a Greek god and put like soul music. Right, in the background. I, I love, and it, it works so well. I love so, like it. one thing about the animation style of uh, 
Hercules that I really thought was well done was uh, Hades' hair or his fire. Oh yeah, he was head. really good. Fire. Whoa, was my hair out? Yeah, <laughs> that one was that one was well done because just James, like the movement James of the Woods. flame as Hades moves and everything. It's just it's it's seamless. They did a really it's good also, job. Also, Bobcat Goldthwait is in it, and that's the best thing about that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't he? He's a uh, pain. Pain. Yeah. Yeah, or he's no, he's panic because he panics constantly. I thought they were dashing. <laughs> that was a great movie, uh, but no, it was gorgeous too. And that, uh, yeah, that's the thing that sticks in my mind is the the old, the ancient Greek nature of yeah. them. I picked one. This is what actually this movie. I watched this movie over the weekend, and this is actually what inspired me to think about the or to to talk about this was uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame. To go on that movie is so i think it is the single most underrated disney movie so good made it's so dark it's scary it's it's dark it's scary it doesn't pull punches it um you have george costanza george costanza is beautiful and the and that's exactly it i they they, i talked about the parallax motion with the old animation styles but Mm -hmm. in this one there's a there's a scene where at the beginning of the movie it shows Notre Dame, and Dude, then you it give kind me of, chills right now because I'm picturing it. And then it kind of pans down, or it, the, the, the camera drops, and then you, all the buildings are moving at set at different intervals as it's going down into the city. And then there's the shot of when the whole Par- when all of Paris is on fire, mm-hmm. and you're on the shot up in the bell tower, and it looks over Paris, and you're seeing the f- flames and the fire, and it's like he's, it, it's super. Um, uh, symbolic. He's up. He's up on the bell towers of Notre Dame, and he's looking down into hell from the top mm-hmm. of that. While everything is burning, and uh, they're trying to break into the cathedral, and then the town, the the city of Notre, the city of Paris is is rebelling against the military, and it's just You're talking it's, about the end, the hellfire. Yeah. Well. Yeah. 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 And. Then there's that scene, Frollo singing Hellfire, uh, Dark Fire, as he's singing about how he it, has a crush on symbolic, a girl. The symbolic nature. He I'm getting chills her. just thinking about it. The symbolic nature of that song, him saying like, either she will choose me or she will choose the fire. And it's we'll get further into that song later because that's coming up. Um, but that scene where he's singing in front of the fireplace and then the fireplace, a puff of smoke comes out and it's in the shape. It's, it's her. It's of Demi uh, Moore. Of Demi Moore. <laughs> it's uh, Esmeralda is coming out of the fireplace and he's like looking at it. And that's when he says she can choose me or she can choose to burn. Like, it's just such a wonderful, beautiful movie. And then there, and then anyway, so that movie, seriously, I watched it and was like, this is the most beautiful Disney movie I've ever seen. Kevin Klein. Kevin he'll, Klein. So he'll do that movie only if he can name his horse Achilles. So when he, Achilles, heel. Yep. He made that joke right away. <laughs> and Liza and I turned and looked at each other and gave each other the look. Like, oh my gosh, did they really just Achilles make that heel. joke? <laughs> so stupid. He's so great. He, uh, Kevin Klein's great okay chris okay so uh i saved uh i'd save mine for last i'm last on purpose um so i picked this one and to me this is kind of not one that people tend to really think about or focus on but in my opinion this is the most out there disney movie and it's the emperor's new groove 
Um, and it's out there based purely on comedy and the art style that, that they that they did with that they did it in. And it's almost kind of simplistic. Like it's um, a lot of a lot of bright colors, like a lot of they simple did drawings. the same thing with that that they did with Hercules, where yeah. Hercules used the ancient Greece. This used the ancient Peruvian. Mm-hmm. Like it looks this like movies those, in Peru. Mm-hmm. It looks like, like the llamas are yeah. shaped like the llamas that you see in those rugs mm-hmm. and stuff that. Yeah, I that's just not that's interesting. They, they, whenever they do like a cultural movie, like like uh, Mulan, looks the art looks a little different. Yeah, and Coco, and yeah, that's yeah. interesting. So like, but here's some examples. I, I, you you guys can't see this at home, but I'm showing these guys. But just like the colors that they chose to use to represent things, and like look at those those hills just sing. Those hills sing. It's <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> a meme now. Acha. <laughs> Your nostrils have to be like the size of dinner plates. <laughs> those hills sing. Um, yeah, but I don't really think this is a movie that people think of when they think of like I don't like it, like an artistic movie because it's so damn funny. Um, but, it's definitely an out there pick, but I appreciate yeah, it. But like when you, when you look at it, you're like, wow, look at like the, the theme, the colors, like the, the, the way they choose the chose to draw the guards, like the guards are all simple, but they're all different colors. You can tell them apart. Yeah. And, uh, and the thing is, is it's Disney. And so mm-hmm. it's very simple, but if they wanted to go complex, they could have, cause they're Disney. It was a style choice. And so it was a style choice. Like when they're, whenever they're in a building, and I'm thinking like maybe Yzma's lair or mm-hmm. whatever. There's like not much in the background. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking like just like solid color in the background, you mm-hmm. know. But it, it, it's to bring focus to the characters and and it, everything yeah. was like exaggerated. Like his throne was at the top of like a, a pyramid, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. And then there's a giant head of him behind him. And then there's drapes everywhere, but they're all different colors. And like I don't know. Like every time I think about it, it's like I just love to look at this movie. I love to watch that movie. Dude, that movie's like Kronk's exaggerated like, body. Yeah. is but the we movie's like uh, home cooking to me. Giggles. You know, like it's like comfort food. That movie's comfort food for me. It is. It's good. And I, I did love looking at it. That's um, like top three. And, and the and the voice actors uh, in it are so awesome. good. Oh, Patrick all of them. Warburton. Mm-hmm. Um, John Goodman, Goodman. John Goodman, and John then Goodman. Uh, David, David Spade. Spade. Yeah, so good. Um, I don't remember what I was gonna say, but I just. Yeah, the animation it's it's different too than anything Disney really does, and it was on purpose, and it was a style choice. And it's right. It's it until Princess and the Frog came out like that, and um, uh, Tarzan, Troy's pick, Tarzan mm-hmm. was like the last ones that were the hand drawn stuff. Yeah. And they're and, absolutely fantastic. And to go along with yours, it, that's you said it, it's out there. It it does feel the most least Disney mm-hmm. of all the Disney movies. Like just like the the way that they whoever wrote that movie is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like it's it, oh yeah, it feels almost like a Lego movie now. Mm-hmm. Like it's almost like ahead of its. Time it's just like joke bit. after joke. Yeah, yeah, and they all land like mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. So that's. Uh, that's my pick is I just the style like ultimately I went with like my favorite style and mm-hmm. I think that one has to be it for me. Also, they travel by map. So by all accounts, <laughs> it makes no sense. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's great. It's great. <laughs> the, the the when it doesn't make sense and then they just call attention to it and they're like, yeah, oh, I you don't know. know. He just, pulled out a graph and pointed out. <laughs> they, they do it. They do Our that a lot. Going straight down. They do that a lot. They're like, what are the odds this trapdoor lead me out here? Type thing. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Why do we even have that lever? I love it. For the last time, we did not order a giant, giant trampoline. trampoline. <laughs> well, I wish you would have told me that before I set it up. <laughs> That's, so funny. That's like <laughs> writers like writing themselves into a corner and then calling themselves out on it. Basically, great stuff. Oh, dude. Okay, how are we going to pick a loser 
on this. See, I, I really think we made a mistake with with voting for loser. We can change it up. We have no rules. No, no, no. Let's, let's, this is let's challenge ourselves here. We can't just bow out because it's hard. Okay, I, I'm splitting hairs on all of this, mm-hmm. and I'm going to say the reason I pick Hercules is because of the the jarring nature between the That's exactly the, what i was gonna say the computer animation and the yeah but and I and when, when i chose movie. this i i didn't even think about that but now that i'm thinking about it it's it's a legit yeah yeah that's the beef. only reason i pick it because other than that it's a it's a gorgeous yeah. movie like Dude, Olympus. The, the well then scene? i choose hunchback <laughs> <laughs> that's what the happened shot, first round <laughs> the shot of pegasus flying over thebes and into thebes it's breathtaking. I, mm-hmm. And I love the shot. way that the other, uh, the gods look like one Apollo's purple. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They all have the glow. Yeah. Fantastic. Anyway, that's why I pick Hercules. Yeah. yeah I, I was going to say the same thing. Yep. I'm going to have to pick Hercules as well. <clears throat> Is that just a safe choice or? No, it, it really was. I was, I was thinking about it and, and, uh, I, uh, and well, that's I choose thing. Tarzan. Okay. I'm just kidding. As the winner? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I can choose. Yes. I won. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't really have anything against, um, the Her- Hercules. It's just of the four. I think it's just not. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, I'm not going to vote because. You to. have to vote for one. I do have to. I choose one. What what, what would have been your weakest? That's what I'm saying I'm not going to do. <laughs> what? Really? You can't even choose? No, I, I would probably choose. Um, I guess you could have picked your own logically. I, I, I mean, I would probably choose, I don't know, between Hunchback and Emperor's New Groove. Because I'm choosing to You're choosing Tarzan. Tarzan is the winner. <laughs> oh. Tarzan is the winner. That makes sense. These I think this might have been the tightest race. Yeah, I think so too. It's it's so far at least for me. I yeah, yeah. I honestly cause like out of I don't even necessarily like Tarzan that much, but the that that topic, that art in that movie is mm-hmm. awesome. It's so yeah. good. The movie itself, I yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Cool. It's it's funny. I was gonna make a joke about how each of our movies kind of somehow represent us. Like you have South American heritage, right? Oh yeah. He kind of looks like Hercules. Uh-huh. Um, Jake's oh, a hunchback. <laughs> <laughs> and Troy's an ape. <laughs> I'll take it. I'm sorry. I was like, where are you going with this? <laughs> that was good. I'm sorry. I feel right. Jake doesn't now. get the girl his friend does, and he sits there and smiles. <laughs> oh, Jake I'm, chases I'm girls sorry. and he can't ever get I feel really bad. Now. Swing way out of my league. <laughs> that was awesome. Um while my George Costanza best friend sits behind me and goes, "Way to go, lover boy!" <laughs> That's because you're shaped like a croissant. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, next up, best song in a Disney movie. This one I feel bad for even doing in this, yeah, because it deserves like three episodes. Yeah. Let's make it quick though, because we're okay. So my pick is going to be from Hercules. Go the distance. I have often. Far off place where a great warm welcome will be waiting for me. That's a that, good song. Um, anytime, I don't know. I was trying to think up all these different songs and I was trying to go through and be like, okay, what song? And every. There, there was no other reason I picked this other than every time I tried to think of a Disney song, Go the Distance came, popped into my head. I, I absolutely love this song. And I couldn't. I couldn't, I was like, okay, what's a good song from Lion King? 
And then as I was thinking through, I was like, okay, there's there's a bunch of good songs. And then, but in the back of my head, all I heard was. <laughs> Go the distance, going in the yeah. back, and that's what I—that's what happened with every other movie. And I was like, "Well, there it is." I wanted go the it, distance. I wanted to pick a Lion King song only because I—I am in a big Elton John uh, kick right now. But I, yeah, same kind of thing. I just couldn't. I just couldn't do it. So, go the distance. It's a great. I mean, every Disney song is going to have a great message. Uh, at least one that's connected to the yeah. antagonist or protagonist. Yeah. Um, and it has, and it's a great message. Uh, performed brilliantly and uh, the music's great so but we're moving quick so I'm gonna go after you because for some reason I go last okay, every time I'll go last okay go Chris okay so mine is the Bare Necessities from I Jungle Book look for the Bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your strife. I mean the bare necessities are Mother Nature's recipes that bring the bare necessities of life. That is so good. I almost and picked this one. It, it has nothing to do with the message. It has nothing to do with like the greatest Disney song of all time. This is purely my favorite. Emotional pick. Yeah. Yeah. And nothing brings a smile to my face nothing. more. That's that's song. why I picked it. I was like, I just love that song. Like, Absolutely. Every time I hear it, I do like the bear dance. Do the- I'm like, <laughs> I, gotta, I, I, I want to like go scratch my scratch back, my back like, on, a on the corner or something. <laughs> yeah, like and Phil Harris, he might have the greatest voice in the history I of agree. mankind. I agree. Like, he, why is Baloo so cool? What does he do? That he's just like the coolest. He does. Cat. It's the, like the ethos of this song is yeah. like. The bare necessities. You don't need more than you ha- like. Yeah, it's just like you don't need more toilet paper. Yeah, <laughs> I, re- <laughs> I recently read a book. Uh, cue this up, Troy. Called the subtle art of not giving a, <laughs> and that he's was it blue the blue. bear wrote it. Yeah, that is blue. Yeah, he is. He couldn't give two <laughs> about anything. And well, that, he well he does about like his family what, is Mowgli. He, that's true. He does but water off a make, duck's back. But that's what makes him so cool. Oh, I love blue and I love this song. And the, the like his uh he's like Miyagiing, <laughs> Miyagiing uh Mowgli mm-hmm. to like he's like dude just chill just calm down it's fine he's, all you need is the bare necessities of life yeah it's so great man. and then it doesn't it doesn't hurt that the live action has uh um, Bill Murray Bill Murray I know like there. the second Phil Harris yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but that that's it it's just like every time I hear it, I smile and I like almost dance and Phil Harris velvety voice. <laughs> And I, yeah. I, don't know, I just love I love Jungle Book and Blue is one of my favorite movie characters of all time. Um, so that's that helps. Good. So I, I had a hard time choosing between two. Um, I've loved it. the 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 one I didn't go with is I'll Make a Man Out of You from Mulan. That's a good one. Donny Osmond. Yeah, Osmond. But the one I had to go with was. Um, a whole new world from mm-hmm. from Aladdin. I can show you the world shining, shimmering, splendid. Tell me, princess, now when did you last let your heart decide? And it, it, it's kind of the obvious choice, a little bit. It's it's very show tuney, but um, I just love it. But I I've been singing it my whole life. I picked a girl up in Florida by seeing that out of a car window. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it's. it's Hunchbacks are really strong; they can pick up people. <laughs> um, like, like if if you ask my my mom or sister, 
what the choice for me would be and mm-hmm. i guarantee they would choose this it's just always been it's also like if you look at like a list of disney songs it's probably number one yeah on like a couple of lists yeah and, and it's very easy to sing like i'm a terrible singer but i feel like i can get away with that <laughs> this one don't you dare close your eyes yeah so a lot of it is just speaking but um i lo- also i like i've always been a sucker for duets with a, a man and a woman mm. duet i love them so it's a good right. one. I like, I like watching him do it. I, I'm i really sorry that I'm going to have to kind of bring you guys down a little bit here. Cause, Why are you um, flipping me off? I was... I was oh. <laughs> um, so what okay. the hell did I do? So the, the song I picked was uh, from Tarzan. It's You'll Be In My Heart. Come stop your crying. It will be alright. Just take my Um, and I believe that's Phil Collins, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, the, the, Phil Collins. The reason why I picked this song is actually kind of completely independent of it being a Disney song. And so, and this is where I'm going to bring you down. And I really am sorry, but um, a couple of years ago, um, some uh, close friends of mine, uh, of ours, actually it's some family members, uh, they had a daughter pass away um, in a bathtub. And they played that song in uh, they sang that sung that song at the service <laughs> anyway i i was i was fine the whole service everything was okay and then that they then they had just a, a guy get up and sing that song and um mm-hmm. and i just got super emotional and ever since then it's just been the song that sticks out as far as disney songs go i recognize that there are better songs that there and, and everything but if i were to say what's my favorite or what's this Disney song that means the most right now. It's that one um, for that reason, just because of how emotional it made me and how much it meant to. Yeah. Meant to people that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Another can, emotional pick. So yeah, Troy, that's going to make it really hard to, to vote yours for the weakest. So that was, <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it was an emotional reason. So anyway, I, that I, song had I a love, profound effect on me. Phil Collins. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's a lot of Tarzan love in this category today. Yeah, well, in in the whole episode, there's yeah, lots of yeah. Tarzan love, which is funny because it's when you think of the strong Disney movies, it's not up there, but it has strong aspects. You know. Okay, so remind me, uh, what's your pick again? My pick was uh, Go the Distance and Hercules, and yours was Whole New World, mm-hmm. and yours is You'll Be in My You'll Heart. Be in my heart. See, and I keep thinking, I wanna know. Will you show mm-hmm. me? That's what I keep thinking for some reason. Okay, and mine's Bare Necessities. Uh, if I had to pick the weakest of the four, oh, frick, I know. Okay, <laughs> so this is gonna be splitting hairs. Okay, let me let me just tell you my my mind thought here is my instinct is to say Troy's because I think out of the four songs, it's my least favorite. But Phil Collins sings it, <laughs> and he's a really good singer. So I think. When it comes to like voices, that the person that sings a Hercules song might be the weakest of the four. Ever go the distance, and that's just purely based on, I guess, who sings it the best, like the way it's the way it's delivered, the way it's performed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but I love that song. Like I sing it all the freaking time. Yeah. So good. Uh, so, and yeah, my, mine's go. I guess go the distance. Mine. Um, uh, my first instinct is to go with to also go with Troy's. Um, You'll be in my heart, and partly because like no character singing it, it's more of a mm-hmm. of a like just 
Phil Collins singing it in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- there's while it does carry a lot of emotional significance to characters, there it's not coming from the character. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I'm gonna go with "You'll Be in My Heart." That's fine. I, I'm not. I'm not offended by that. I I totally recognize it's as far as far as the songs go. It's probably the weakest of the four. It just has a significant emotional mm-hmm. thing for me. So I totally get it. Not offended at all. I actually had the exact same thought as Scott was that surprise, because, surprise. because it wasn't by a character. It was a, it was a montage ambience song or mm-hmm. whatever. And so that's why I picked that one. Okay. Um, I'm going to, uh, wait, 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 what's your weakest? <sighs> I had to kind of. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> no, I'm not going to pick the weakest. I'm just going to pick Bare Necessities as the winner. Good, um, I nice. Think a, it's a good one. I definitely would have picked Bare Necessities yeah. as the winner if it came to me. I, I, it's like stuck in my head still right yeah. now. <laughs> it's so good. Necessities. Okay, last one, and this this is the one that made me think of this episode or think that we should do this. Uh, is the greatest Disney villain? I love this. I'm actually glad we're doing this too because we crap on Disney a lot, but they. Uh, I mean, look, look at look at the <laughs> two episodes memories. ago. We almost voted them as the biggest villain of the year, <laughs> <laughs> biggest Disney villain. Well, they know how to Disney. write villains. But the Disney villains, there are so many. There are so many that we can that we can put out there. As far as Disney villains, you've got. Uh, I mean, Maleficent is a the evil queen. So, so uh, the, the one that that immediately popped in my head with this is Ursula because she's always Ursula. creeped me out the most. So the runner ups too. When I ask my when I asked my family, they all said Cruella Deville. Yeah, because like, she Deville. wants to kill puppies and she skin wants them. To kill and skin puppies. <laughs> like, like, like the has, whole her whole care. motivation yeah. is just to skin puppies. When it's kind of and been my my a. Uh, joke of mine that is hilarious it gets a laugh at least 50 percent of the time uh, <laughs> is that if someone is a really bad person if i see someone in public eye or uh, someone that i really don't like i'm like yeah they're like a disney villain mm-hmm. that's really like that's the bad the worst type of person you can be as a disney villain uh jafar is a i mean super creepy gross per- so there and none of these are none of these ones that i've said are picks are any of our picks so um but there's there's so many great ones and something disney has been doing recently uh recently as in since the 90s is they've been doing more uh complex villains yeah mm-hmm. like most of our picks are like earlier yeah, yeah. because there's they're, they're pure evil that mm-hmm. at the beginning of the and if they're not Disney, pure evil then they're kind of likable too yeah but the but or these ones are more complex they're misunderstood they have they have more motives than just death pain and suffering yeah that's um, when i was thinking of are we, are we doing runner-ups right now is that so yeah honorable mentions honor yeah honorable mentions is um when I had to like sit down and think about like because because there's some that are like not even really it's like a wrestling bad guy like you like oh that guy's so bad he's cool mm-hmm. um, but if if one is just like a pure villain with like no redeeming qualities it's uh, the stepmother from Cinderella oh yeah oh, like, oh yeah Hands she's down. such a bitch for no yeah. reason yeah, <laughs> that's, that's true she's Hands like down. the worst dude there's like she's not funny. She's she's rude. She she comes in and just rains on parades constantly. She just, Plus, who, who names our cat Lucifer? You know? <laughs> <laughs> and they have mice everywhere. They're not doing anything about it. <laughs> and evil, well, the evil she queen just, from Alice in Wonderland. 
Oh, the Queen of Hearts. Queen of Hearts. She's she's another one that there's no reason for her. But but she also like spawned catchphrases and stuff too. Well, then you have you have Snow White's uh, stepmother who just wants to have her killed because she's prettier than her. Because she's prettier. Mm -hmm. She's jelly. Pretty jelly. But like Um, but like even like Maleficent, like oh she's really cool. She looks cool. Her artwork is cool. Yeah. The stepmother is. There's nothing redeeming about her. She's the worst. It's interesting. Who who put her daughters are hella ugly? Oh, my son. When I asked him, like, who's who's the worst Disney villain? Ollie's like, oh, that devil demon from Fantasia. I was like, oh, Chernabog? And he's like, yeah. That's like, a in, good villain. In his mind, Chernabog is like the devil of the Disney universe. That's funny. And Because so, like, you don't see him very often. When you do, you're like, holy crap. I read the American Gods book. And so mm-hmm. Chernabog, Chernabog is a different character in that book. But no. Um, some really great villains. Some really great villains. I'm excited to get into this topic i called dibs on last all right <laughs> um i'm gonna go first then um okay i'm gonna go first actually i went first last time i think you went last last time no i went first okay right, i'll go first <laughs> so i've had this conversation with people who's on a first? lot i can't wait to talk about this one actually yesterday <laughs> yesterday's on first <laughs> when <laughs> um so I've had the conversation a lot and it usually sparks a heated debate and it's usually kind of fun for me, but I also kind of mean it when I say that Gaston is the best Disney villain of all time because he's the most complex. And what, what I mean by that is he's not a bad guy. Like, yeah, he's a douchebag in every other touring telling of this story. He's the good guy. Yeah, exactly. Like if you're a person in town and you're like, whoa, beast got kidnapped or bell got kidnapped by a monster. Oh, the bravest guy in town is going to go save her. And like, yeah, he's kind of an ass, but we need him right now. And, you know? and it's, it's not his fault. He's good at hunting and yeah. that everyone looks up to him and that and he's got that hair on his chest. Inch of him is covered in hair. <laughs> and he eats 12 dozen eggs and then 12 dozen more. Dude, he doesn't need 12,000 legs to make me large. You know what I mean? Size of a barge. (laughs) But, (laughs) but yeah, like he's, he's the hero of this story to like the NPC of that, of that, of that movie. Um, And then when Belle's like, I don't want to leave. Like if I, if I was in his shoes and I would go to rescue the girl from the monster and she's like, I don't want to leave. Like, well, obviously you're under a spell or something like clearly have stockholm syndrome There's something wrong with you right the beast is evil and so like his fate like he did not deserve to die the way that he did they they had to make him do something really bad to deserve dying yeah he did what the beast saved him and then he attacked him again yeah it was that it was that bad it was it was the he had a chance to be redeemed and then he didn't. He he was he wouldn't get over this fact that the beast. So he deserved they, to get they, thrown they, off the top. They of also the, the, he the also, beast hit him off. He was defending himself. He, he, he also he also uh, bribed the town's priest to no, no, to, to lock up Bell's dad to, to he's imprison. A, no, he's he's dad. a douchebag for sure. But he's yeah. <laughs> okay, that makes him a villain. If you're falsely imprisoning somebody for for something, and then Bell goes and proves him wrong, and then he leads a mob to have. the castle. Yeah, because he's trying to save her <laughs> from the monster. There's a town. monster in town, but she's in town. Do you see she's the way safe. the beast looks. But the but the beast the beast c- clearly did kidnap two people. 
in town. And even though she came out and said he's fine, mm. there's there's someone outside of town who is kidnapping people. Didn't kidnap from town. He they absolutely were on, kidnapped. Dude, they were people. on his property, and he had every right to impersonate. Oh, okay. So the next time someone walks in here because they get the wrong apartment, oh, we're number, talking I'm about lock we're, them up. We're, we're talking about old French. This is my old French castle, and if some <laughs> asshole walks in here with hey. a scruffy beard, I'm gonna lock him up. So, so I thought Disney actually handled Gaston's death well because because your argument's like he's not. He's not a bad guy. He's mm-hmm. he's trying to do the right thing. Don't make him a bad guy. Uh, exactly. Bad guy. Um, <laughs> so, and so his death was accidental, like Troy mentioned. He was the the beast was defending himself. It and was his he own had just fault. Done some, and Gaston had just done something evil. So it like while I don't I agree with you, he didn't necessarily deserve it. It was yeah. just an accident, and it was it sucks that he died. This it is the reason he died. This is the reason. And he's why, a good villain because he's like he's a good villain. I'll give you. Yeah, that. he's a great villain. This is the reason it's why. Easy to hate. This is the reason sure. why I can't stand the Gaston was really a good guy argument is because Gaston. Well, yeah, he's a, he's a douchebag the whole time. But then as soon as uh, as soon as he's uh, he locks up Bell's dad because he doesn't he's just trying to get rid of Bell's dad. Mm-hmm. It's not because he actually thinks he's crazy. Um, he locks him up or gets him locked up and put into this insane asylum so he can get rid of him. That's pretty freaking evil. And then on top of that, when Bell comes back and says, hey, no, I am not a prisoner. I'm here. I'm safe. Everything is fine. And then here's the you know the beast, and then he stirs up he stirs up panic, and then um, and then leads a mob to this beast okay. who has left everybody alone. Yeah, he sure. didn't he, leave anybody alone. He, he kidnapped kid, two people. Air quote. And then air quote. There's no air quotes. People. They were locked in a room, and he tried to make them starve because he wouldn't come out and eat with them. The beast is also a douchebag in this movie. Beast so is if a you're going to defend yeah. Gaston or, or hammer on him, then you have to hammer on Beast too. Yeah. So then let's talk so, about the redeeming qualities. Beast gets redeemed because he learned how to love. Wait, Gaston. Wait, 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 we're not a, talking about redeeming qualities. Okay. I'm telling you that he's the most complex Disney villain. That's why he's my pick. Okay, he's a good villain. Yes. I'll give you that. Yeah. But I can't stand the argument that he was actually a good guy. No, no, no. I'm not saying that Gaston was the protagonist of the story. No, I know. Okay. I'm just saying he's not like, he didn't deserve his fate. Like, to anybody else in town, he was the hero. Yeah. What I, I guess what I'm saying is... He wasn't Reese's Hitler. No. Okay. <laughs> he wasn't Thanos. <sighs> All right. Man, this guy... <laughs> I'm like not even upset. I'm just like, <laughs> I know. Just listen, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love this argument because it... You can argue both ways. Mm-hmm. There are definitely arguments that can, go and both you can ways. tell. Like when I you're, said, like, sorry, you can tell that when they were making this movie, they, they knew that. I'm sure they had internal arguments about this when they're writing it. Mm-hmm. Like you, you have to balance this well. It is a so problematic you can't, you can't, story. You can't. The beast can't like intentionally kill Gaston because he hasn't done anything like that Clayton, is worthy of being killed. Clayton, when he hangs himself on accident, exactly. that's how these heroes, all these villains, die on accident. Yeah. Clayton was pretty bad, though. Um, yeah, so I, that's why I like Gaston because he's, yeah, like he's uh, his arc is interesting because it's an interesting arc. So the viewer knows more than what the entire town knows, and that's that the beast is is redeemable. But it's the same but, thing. But he's a monster. It's and, the same thing yeah. about another villain that's on this list, and that would be Jake's pick. Is that that person is also a different has a different mm-hmm. uh, from his point of view st- status in the town. And so he's from a certain, but that's, but that's view. how, that's how a good villain is written is if they, if they can use their status to do wrong, sure. do bad, that makes them a good villain, a bad villain or like a good, well-written villain, but a bad guy. Okay. Troy, let's hear your villain. All right. My villain. Okay. I, I picked this one because uh, I, 
I wanted to have the conversation about how a villain is uh, based off of the mindset of the protagonists or the heroes, right? This person, my villain, isn't really a villain. He's just a messed up, not even really that messed up, right? But I picked Sid from Toy Story. He's just vicious. He's just vicious. Sid vicious. Uh, he the reason why I, the reason why I picked him is because he's just a kid who likes to just mess with toys and blow up toys. I did it. Right? Oh yeah, I remember putting yeah. firecrackers in my in like what what is it the Power Rangers gun holster? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, but like, if you're telling a story from the viewpoint of a toy, that kind of kid that kind of person torture. is terrifying <laughs> i don't think that man ever held a medical license <laughs> so so doctor you've done it <laughs> that's why i liked uh i liked there there's that innocence aspect i also like that he's brink <laughs> the voice actor he's is brink. he oh yeah. is he? he's brink <laughs> nunya <laughs> Soul I, skater for life. I liked that he he created these monster toys that were actually ended up being good, and then that they ended up using the they ended up just scaring. The Sid context of it is funny too. Like yeah. he's ripping people in half and gluing them back together. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> and, and, and to a toy, it's all about perspective. That's what I want yeah. to argue. That's the word I'm looking for is perspective. From the perspective of the toys, Sid is terrifying. Literally, Chris's argument. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I was just about to say that. <laughs> so in that aspect. So I don't like this argument that Sid is a bad guy. Okay. He's a good guy. <laughs> he is pretty mean to his sister. <laughs> he is. He is mean to his sister. He, he steals his sister's Sally doll. Mm-hmm. So and puts a pterodactyl head on it. Mm-hmm. What a dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, he's, he's, yeah. Okay. All right. Sid's a great pick, though. He's such a good pick. I'm not a menacing. Your argument's good, though. Like to the toys, like he's like Satan. Yeah, and 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 for for the tone of the movie, you can't have like a true evil bad guy. Yeah, like you're talking about children's toys. Yeah, in a children's room setting. What about Lotso? You you can't have like by that time. Toy Story had had like evolved into something that was more yeah. uh, mature. That was also maybe the most adult themed Disney movie. Yeah, but yeah. but the other thing with Lotso is Lotso. They were going to die at the end. That yeah. Rough. yeah. Lotso was a toy. And so anyway, it's a... Anyway, uh, Sid, the uh, the thing about him is we're talking about our bad guys and a lot of our bad guys eventually die at the end of their movies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you can't kill Sid. Sid becomes a, a, a garbage man. Yeah, he's, he just can't. needs years and years of therapy. And <laughs> he, he's, If anything, Sid's more of a victim, right? Of uh, circumstance. Yeah. Yeah, like where's his dad? His, I know. He hey, was, I, Cheetah was watching but Andy, Buzz Andy's dad doesn't exist either. Um, he was... Uh, he was menacing though, yeah. as a as a as a villain. And, but his comeuppance at the end when they when they mm-hmm. put the put together the plan to dude. When I sit down and think him. about Toy Story rules, it drives me insane. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> they, re- they only reveal themselves once ever. Buzz yeah. can fly, but not really. And Buzz, for some reason, doesn't believe he's a toy. But he still <laughs> goes <laughs> limp. I know. It, well, it, even even the even the setup where they where he has a match in his in his holster as well that mm-hmm. it ends up not working anyway. So, but. It's it's, yeah. Okay. What's yours, Scott? Mine <coughs> is, is Hades from Hercules. Oh, freaking love Hades. And it's not because he's a complex villain or because he has an arc or anything. I just, just love his character. Yeah. His lines, his movements, the way the way he is, is just... To me, he's like the so genie fun. of that movie. He is. He's yeah, so right. smooth. Yeah, I, I love it. Like, oh, my hair's out. Um, 
the, the, you, we brought it up in the in before the animation style. His hair, his mm. his fire hair. When he gets pissed and it turns red. Yeah, it's yeah. Great, I know you know. That's it's know. a great choice to make his hair fire. What was it? This, you're wearing his merchandise. <laughs> <laughs> Thought they looked dashing. <laughs> Air hercs. <laughs> yeah, I mean he he is just so smooth, so fun to watch. Like I could just watch him be him the whole movie plus james woods mm-hmm. such a great this, voice. this is something you guys will never understand but in the kingdom hearts games hades is one of the um in charge villains well guess what i will understand well he is a god mm-hmm. but yeah he's he's one of the more calculating like oh i'm gonna send uh pete after after sora and gang well, well also the th- this this hearts. villain is um predetermined villain right it's a it, like greek mm-hmm. gods are, are fairly well out of all like the the um ancient gods that you learn about greek gods are probably the ones you learn the most um mm-hmm. at least where, where we're uh, being taught in school and stuff but so, so most people knew who hades was and and what his whole thing his whole shtick was and and all that and so it, it they, they had a really fun time playing with the his relationships with the other gods because that's already been established. And so they already had a bunch of groundwork done. The The funny thing about, um, about this is that I, I felt like it was kind of an easy pick to make Hades the bad guy because he is the God of the underworld. <laughs> yeah. He is essentially Satan uh, or the, the Satan that, christians would would view yeah, it as yeah. but but even to like greek greek anthology it wasn't like he, he was wasn't a bad guy he wasn't evil like satan yeah yeah he yeah, was, yeah. Just, he was, was just his job yeah he yeah. was the god of the well, well, yeah they had a very different view of what gods he worked were himself yeah. to death. But, but that was the other thing is that all of the gods were kind of their own yeah they, villains in a way yeah exactly the, the greek gods are viewed as having good and bad yeah. to them so it, it's kind of a fun play on on that he had some of the best lines in all of Disney movies, though. He's he's just so when he's like when he's telling Meg about her boyfriend that ran away with some big Meg, <laughs> like it just <laughs> yeah, it's true. Just the the way he talks and the way uh, is really fun. He's so smooth, and he's a smooth talker, so he can talk anybody into anything. Mm-hmm. But then at the end, when he's trying to talk Hercules out of taking Meg I love it when out of the, when he punches him in the face, and his face and folds his face inside. Folded. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, okay, okay, it's fair. I deserve I that. Deserve that. <laughs> he's, he's, the way he was right. drawn, it was like he sucked on a lemon or something. <laughs> yeah. he, he was he was just so persuasive. But that, but then he'll lose his temper, and that all goes away. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah, it's cool. great. It's fine. Okay, so my pick, uh, and this I talked about Hunchback of Notre Dame earlier, is Frollo from Fr- Hunchback of Notre Dame. And this movie, this bad guy, he might be... When I say that the movie might be the most underrated Disney movie, he is definitely the most underrated villain in Disney movies. He is... At the beginning of the movie, he chases the gypsies and kills the mother, kills uh, Quasimodo's mom, and he's holding the the satchel that has the baby in it, and he's going to drop it down a well. And the priest from Notre Dame comes out and says, what are you doing? She called sanctuary. You can't kill a baby. And I he love says, that I'm, part. He Stop. Says, I'm sending the baby. I'm sending this creature back to hell where it belongs. And then... And then uh, the priest basically tells him like, you can't do that. You will damn yourself if you do that. And his entire Frollo's entire thing is he is 
righteous. Mm-hmm. He is a righteous. And, and he is, everything is black and white. Everything is very, black very, and white. Very much like Javert. Javert, in, in exactly. In and so he exactly. is he is righteous 100%. And ev- he has these, these visions of hell. That anytime he thinks about something bad happening to him, it's it's these visions of hell. And that's what he's trying to avoid by being so righteous, right? So he goes, so he, he decides to keep the baby, right? But it's it's that hellfire song oh my where it starts with, just like we're talking about perspective, mm-hmm. it starts with him knowing that he has temptation and wanting to overcome, wanting to not be a sinner. sinner. He doesn't want to sin and he doesn't want to be overcome by temptation, but his flaw is not that he understands that the temptation is his and he has to overcome it. He thinks it's her fault. It's her fault. She's the wily one. She's the one that he says that in the song. Like she, it's not my fault. It's not my fault. Exactly. Yeah. And that hellfire, dark fire. Oh my gosh. It's one of the most bone chilling songs. It really is. It's, and a, it's that righteous justice that he thinks he has yeah. too, like a crusader type. But then remind me, what's his status in Notre he's, I, he's, he's a judge. Not, he's a judge. He's, he's a judge. like a okay. judge. Yeah. In Paris. Judge Frollo. Right. Okay. And uh, so, so it, it's, and then he's trying to eliminate all the gypsies in the city because gypsies are the embodiment of unrighteousness and so that's why he's trying to eliminate all the gypsies but then he's tempted by one of them and so this one gypsy can live but he like only sniffs her hair he's such a perv but dude. only if she stays with him only if she chooses him and and then it is this righteous crusade that he goes on and but, but because ends, he's so righteous it's not his fault mm-hmm. it's not his fault attracted exactly i love the end too where he's like got the sword over his head and he's like from the depths of hell and he's like gonna swing it he looks so evil he oh. looks like the joker or satan combined into one person yeah <laughs> and he, yeah but and the but voice actor that plays him too is as soon as but and and it, there is no mercy there is no mercy in him until quasimodo gets the best of him because uh, Quasimodo thinks that Esmeralda has died. She's in the bed. He's hunched over and he's crying. And Frollo comes in and says, it had to happen. It had to happen. And he says, I'm going to put, I'm going to stop your pain forever. And that's when Quasimodo looks up and sees uh, Frollo's uh, shadow oh, about to knife. stab Quasimodo. So Quasimodo turns around and, and shakes him off and grabs the knife and Frodo, Frollo falls over and he's laying on the ground and now Quasimodo's over him with a knife and Frollo turn, turns around and he's like, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me, please. I'm just, I'm just trying to be the most righteous. And like, he immediately turns from no mercy to crying for mercy. And then as soon as Quasimodo picks up Esmeralda and runs out of the room, uh, Frollo pulls out the sword and starts chasing him. And so it's just, this like, he, he's, he's just such an evil so person. Self-serving. Self-serving and then his death. Mm-hmm. It's so symbolic. He falls into the flames, falls off of, I was talking about into earlier, hell. the, the symbol, sim, symbology, symbolog, symbolism, symbolography, of, <laughs> the symbolography. Of, of being like on top of being on top of the cathedral and looking down into the flames of hell. And then he falls from the righteous cathedral into the flames of hell. And then you see the little, all right, we are over time. We, we are way over time. So that's my pick for 
greatest villain. Okay, so remind me, it's Frollo, Judge Frollo, and then Scott picked Hades. 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 Sid. Sid. And, and I Gaston. picked Gaston. So this was our main event. Uh, you know what's funny too? I was thinking, I was like, oh, we should do best Disney protagonists. And I was like, no, they're not nearly as interesting. By design, it's it's the sidekicks in the There's even a good. musical about their kids on Disney Channel. Like nobody cares about Aladdin <laughs> and Simba. Like they don't those two don't hang out. But like yeah. Captain Hook and Ursula, they hang out. Oh yeah. You know they hang oh, out. For sure. Mm-hmm. Like they bone. Like and they yeah. have kids. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now I've got a mental image of Ursula and Captain. Okay, okay, okay. Thanks. So weakest. I'm gonna pick, I'm weakest. Gonna pick Sid. Uh, yeah. Okay. See, and I thought that too, but then what what Troy said, you know, from a certain perspective, like I was saying the entire time, <laughs> like he he is a pretty bad dude to the toys. Like they don't they don't really like the toys don't know. I guess they kind of do in a way, but like this guy tortures toys in his house. It's like hell on earth. It's like Vlad the Impaler's house. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's true. Like that's pretty scary. Like and it, when, when Troy first heard it, I was like, nah, it's not good. But then the way he explained it, I was like, yeah, I can get behind that. Um, he only picked it because it's his cat's name. I do have a cat named Sid, but he's named after Sid the Sloth. The oh, Sloth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I do this to it every year. <laughs> Uncle Fungus? <laughs> uh, so you're picking Sid? Yeah, I'm going to pick Sid. Oh, gosh, it was- <laughs> I love the character Sid, but man, there's some good choices. It's a um, like, like we keep saying, splitting I'm, hairs. I'm going to go real with real Hades ones. because I feel like I like Hades, so he's Damn like it. the cool villain. I was split between Sid and Hades. <laughs> <laughs> Troy, what do you pick? Um, I'm going to pick. Uh, I'm going to pick. You know, I'm going to leave it up to you. I'm picking Gaston. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What a jerk. <laughs> Troy plays the game. <laughs> Don't hate the player. Hit the game. <laughs> it, if it's between Sid and Hades, I'm going to pick Sid as weaker. That's that's fair. Because Hades, I love Hades. That's fair. I, I kind of like the song. I kind of went into it knowing that as far as villains go, um, as far as villains go, Sid isn't the greatest villain, but it all, all, it all is based off of perspective. So I see where you're coming out with Gaston, but I think it's a little different. But I can't really argue against it either. Um, but I'm picking Frollo. Yeah, that's a great choice. <clears throat> yeah, if I had 20 minutes, to talk about my villain too. <laughs> hey, 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 hey! About it. The entire point of this thing was because I p- watched Hunchback and wanted to watch, wanted to talk about Frollo. Uh, yeah, creepy ass dude. Cool. Um, what? Th- I know we probably don't have the time. I'm trying to think of what one what movie had the most mentions probably tarzan Tar- tarzan or hercules i brought up pinocchio a thousand times even though it wasn't in any of my categories but it's what a special movie like tarzan and Hercules. i, I wanted to real quick uh get from you guys the biggest tearjerker just off the top of your head so bing bong's death i went bong. and saw onward the other day and that movie is designed for I me heard. a father with two boys uh-huh. like it's about dungeons and dragons uh and i felt it like a couple of times like, i heard was, that there was a moment in that that was big tear jerk oh my goodness like it like every, it was like it was almost like hey let's let's watch chris for a year and make a movie for him <laughs> um i really liked it uh, i can tell too that like pixar is kind of losing their quality a little bit you know ever since like john lassiter and all those guys have left um but if i had to pick a recent one like that one that one, that one got me right in the emotions. 
What about you, Troy? Um, tearjerker. You know, I, I I have a lot of recency bias, um, but I'm gonna pick just the one that I saw the most recent that kind of gave me a little bit of a little bit of a emotional was Frozen Two. Honestly, oh really? Yeah. Mm. Have you guys seen it? Nope. Uh, well, I've seen like so many different parts of it. Cause it's, yeah, it's always on in my. There's uh, I, I guess I'll just say they gave um, what's what's the snowman. Olaf. 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 They gave Olaf a, a lot more of a Once character, a, a character yeah. development thing that I that I appreciated. That was so. Anyway. Mine was uh, Fox and the Hound. Oh, course it is. Damn. Also, Coco was really. Oh, Coco. I, that's dude. You know what always gets me? Is I'm changing in, Frozen Two to Coco. When you know what always gets me is up when he gives Russell the Ellie badge, dude. And he's oh, so proud. And he's got the pre. Oh. And he's like, dude, I, I just got my, all the hairs yeah. on my arm are sticking up right now. And he's like, like the Ellie badge, like the highest honor I can bestow. Oh my goodness. And I was like, oh, Disney, stop. <laughs> stop it. It hurts. <laughs> no. I also, I also checked and Hercules and Tarzan got equal. Oh, did they? Equal mentions in mm. our, in our votes. So those are tied for the best Disney movies. <laughs> for <Cold Bow. laughs> I, don't, I don't think it works that way. <laughs> um, Okay, we went way over time. We're going to go ahead and get this. Uh, we're going to get out of here on this. We're going to get this wagon trail moving. Please, if you liked that, let us know. Let us know. Uh, social media, Patreon, all of the things. Let us know. Get on uh, and let uh, and send us an email if you want to hear a certain specific episode. Give us a shout out somewhere. Let us just, if you like it. If you want to hear something specific, let us know. We're always happy to. I'll do anything once. I'll do anything once. Um, I'll do anything for money. <laughs> I, I won't do anything for money. I There's I have a limit, a limit to what I'll do I have a money. limit to what I'll do for money, but I haven't found it yet. So just keep asking. I was wondering if you forgot your punchline. I I, I, I I did forget my punchline. <laughs> um, don't anyway. Uh, thank you all very much. We're gonna get going. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>